Chapter Six of Our Little German Cousin by Mary Hazelton Blanchard Wade. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Great Frederick. I declare, Hans, I should think you would get tired of playing a war," said Bertha. She was sitting under the trees, rocking her doll she was playing it was a baby hans had just come home after an afternoon of sport with his boy friends but all they had done bertha declared was to play war and soldiers she had watched them from her own yard tired of it what a silly idea bertha it won't be many years before i shall be a real soldier just picture me then i shall have a uniform and march to music i don't know where i may go either who knows to what part of the world the emperor will send his soldiers at that time i know where you would like to go in our own country said bertha to berlin of course what a grand city it must be father has been there our schoolmaster was there while he served his time as a soldier at this very moment it almost seems as though i could hear the jingling of the officers swords as they move along the streets the regiments are drilled every day and i don't know how often the soldiers have sham battles hans jumped up from his seat under the tree and began to march up and down as though he were a soldier already attention battalion forward march bertha called after him but she was laughing as she spoke she could not help it hans looked so serious at the same time she couldn't help envying her brother a little and wishing she were a boy too it must be so grand to be a soldier and be ready to fight for the emperor who ruled over her country the schoolmaster told us boys yesterday about the grand palace at berlin the emperor lives in it when he is in the city said hans wheeling around suddenly and stopping in front of bertha I think you must have caught my thoughts said the little girl for the emperor was in my mind when you began to speak well never mind that do you wish to hear about the place of course i do hans the schoolmaster says it has six hundred rooms just think of it and one of them called the white room is furnished so grandly that two million four hundred thousand marks were spent on it you can't imagine it bertha of course i can't either a german mark is worth about twenty-four cents of american money so the furnishing of the room hans spoke of must have cost about six hundred thousand dollar it was a large sum and it was no wonder the boy said he could hardly imagine so much money there are hundreds of halls in the palace hans went on some of their walls are painted 
and others are hung with elegant silk draperies the floors are polished so they shine like mirrors then the pictures and the armor bertha it almost seemed as though i were there while the schoolmaster was describing them i never expect to see such lovely things said his sober little sister but perhaps i shall go to berlin some day hans then i can see the statue of frederick the great at any rate it stands opposite the palace said her brother and cost more than any other bronze statue in the world how did you learn that hans the schoolmaster told us so he said too that it ought to stir the blood of every true german to look at it there the great frederick sits on horseback wearing the robe in which he was crowned and looking out from under his cocked hat with his bright sharp eyes that statue alone is enough to make the soldiers who march past it ready to give their lives for their country he lived when the different kingdoms were separated from each other and there was no one ruler over all of them i know that said bertha yes he was the king of prussia and he fought the seven years war with france and came out victorious hardly any one thought he could succeed for there was so much against him but he was brave and determined those two things were worth everything else that wasn't the only war he won either hans no but it must have been the greatest did you know bertha that he was unhappy when he was young his father was so strict that he tried to run away from germany with two of his friends the king found out what they meant to do one of the friends was put to death and the other managed to escape what did his father do to frederick bertha's eyes were full of pity for a prince who was so unhappy as to wish to run away the king ordered his son to be put to death but i suppose he was angry at the time for he changed his mind before the sentence was carried out and forgave him i wonder how kings and emperors live said bertha slowly it seemed as though everything must be different with them from what it was with other people i'll tell you about frederick if you wish to listen of course i do hans in the first place he didn't care anything about fine clothes even if he was a king and was born in the grand palace at berlin his coat was often very shabby in the next place he slept only about four hours out of the whole twenty-four for a good many years he got up at three o'clock on summer mornings and in the winter time he was already dressed by five at the very latest while his hairdresser was at work he opened his most important letters after that he attended to other business affairs of the country these things were done before eating or drinking 
but when they had been attended to the king went into his writing-room and drank a number of glasses of cold water as he wrote he sipped coffee and ate a little fruit from time to time he loved music very dearly and sometimes rested from his work and played on his flute dinner was the only regular meal of the day it was served at twelve o'clock and lasted three or four hours there was a bill of fare and the names of the cooks were given as well as the dishes they prepared did the king ever let them know whether he was pleased or not with their cooking asked bertha yes he marked the dishes he liked best with a cross he enjoyed his dinner and generally had a number of friends to eat with him there was much joking and there were many clever speeches when the meal was over the king played on his flute a short time and then attended to more business did he work till bedtime hans oh no in the evening there was a concert or lecture or something like that but all the same the king was a hard-working man even in times of peace he loved his people dearly father once told me said bertha he said he understood his subjects and they understood him yes and that reminds me of a story the schoolmaster told king frederick was once riding through the street when he saw a crowd of people gathered together he said to his groom go and see what is the matter the man came back and told the king that the people were all looking at a caricature of frederick himself a caricature you know is a comical portrait perhaps you think the king was angry when he heard this not at all he said go and hang the picture lower down so they will not have to stretch their necks to see it the crowd heard the words hurrah for the king they cried at the same time they began to tear the picture into pieces frederick the great could appreciate a joke said bertha i should think the people must have loved him he had some fine buildings put up in his lifetime hans went on a new palace was built in berlin besides another one the king called sans souci those are french words meaning without a care he called the place by that name because he said he was free-hearted and untroubled while he stayed there i've told you these things because you're a girl but i tell you what i like to think of best of all it's the stories of the wars in which he fought and in which he showed such wonderful courage so hurrah for frederick the great king of prussia hans made a salute as though he stood in the presence of the great king then he started for the woodpile where he was soon sawing logs with as much energy as if he were fighting against the enemies of his country End of chapter six